Thank you. Thank you. Thanks uh, for that. Uh, I'm Keith Keedy with New Media Central. You know what we do here. Uh, this week I'm talking about Western culture, our culture, Americans' culture. We are risking our Western culture because we're being weak as a country. We don't have a strong leader, and the people in this country don't have the optimism we used to have. We don't have the moxie we used to have. We don't have the desire to be the superpower because we've been told too long that it's not a good thing. It is. It is a good thing, and we have to fight for it. Just give this week's uh, podcast a listen. See what you think after you hear it all. So when we hear about Ukraine and Russia going into Ukraine and and beating up on Ukraine and um, the current thing going on with Israel and um, the Gaza Strip, that conflict down there that's turning into a rapidly turning into a massive war, what these things are doing is they're eroding our Western culture. And it's not a good thing, I don't think. We've been... We've been um, trying to make this culture work for a long time. Um, in my way of thinking, sometime around World War One and World War Two, somewhere you know in the neighborhood of 1915, that's um, that's when, in my opinion, Western culture got defined as far as the way it is currently in, say, the last 20 or 30 or 50. But you could say it started back, as a matter of fact, some people do say it started back in ancient Greece, you know, right after the Dark Ages, where uh, they they came up with the democratic process. And that actually, you know, thousands of years later became, evolved into our Western culture. It's kind of it's where it started. But for me, the way we live today... The way the Western culture uh, has come about was started in World War II. Um, things happened at that time, like, uh, you know, there was a book out called All Quiet on the Western Front, and it talked about the horrors of war. People were beginning to know how horrible wars were, and that kind of started our culture of anti-war. It also, right around that time, women, when the guys went off to World War One, the women stayed around and did the men's job. And they found out they were pretty good at a lot of it. So they, um, they started that movement where women could do anything men could do and they should be, you know, paid the same for doing it. And that's kind of what started the Me Too movement having our Western culture at this time. So, um, you know, after that, we have the Cold War, and uh, Ger- Germany surrenders, ending World War II, and that's basically when the Cold War starts. It separates the world into two superpowers, basically, Russia and the United States, all the things that came from that. Of course, that's changed around a little bit now. Um, and, and then to kind of round out our Western culture, we have the 60s and 70s where the, the hippie movement is, um, you know, all you need is love kind of thing. That that really had an impact on our Western. And um, from there, a lot of things happened. Uh, we have a digital revolution that started right around in that time. That 
morphed into all the stuff that happened with the internet and AI and all that stuff. That's dramatically interesting culture. We had, um, as we progressed forward, the, the different countries had decided that there's going to be world banks and economies of, of different countries started melding together. We had a Social media had a very dramatic effect on our Western culture. And uh, people were talking to everybody else on the planet. And we knew stuff was going on that we didn't know before because we're kind of in the dark. But now all of a sudden with the internet and social media, we know exactly what's going on everywhere with firsthand views of what's going on. So it's not like we're guessing or we're hearing stuff from our newscasters or anything like that we're hearing from other people around the planet what's going on and that dramatically changed our western culture and it's progressing from like i said right after the dark ages until today it's been chugging along we um, you know we still have stuff that's affecting it like you know uh covid19 changed everything dramatically it changed our culture our western culture a lot and, and kind of what's going on is things happen politically and powers changed. And a lot of people over the years decided that the United States wasn't quite as great as everybody thought it was. And so they want to come and hurt us. And this is the perfect opportunity. We, we got, you know, for centuries, we were the strongest country. We're the greatest country. Strong uh, militarily, we, we could take anybody out. And we, we used the power that we had productively and in a friendly way. We were, we were nice to other countries, too. I mean, we could take them out, but what we said was, we can take you out, but we're also going to help you if you come along and join us. It's much better on this side. That's kind of what. And for a long time... That was all good. Everybody wanted to come to America. Everybody loved America. Everybody wanted Western stuff. And we we kind of started getting weak. You know, I've said it a million times, might is right. And as we started weakening in our will to be a superpower, and we started getting some people in office that didn't want to protect our country, it kind of gave... All the other countries' opportunity to go, hey, America, guess what? We're taking over, dude. And they kind of are. So what we got to do is we have to ensure that that doesn't happen. We can't. (laughs) I mean, this country and Western culture is so good for the world. Everybody benefits. That's one of the cool things about the Western culture. Everybody benefits and it's a good thing, but once again, as I have mentioned many times, greed is a bad thing, and people get greedy, and people say, hey, America, you've had all this stuff all this time. You're not doing so good with it now, so we're going to take over. We want what you got. It it has to not happen. <laughs> how, how can I say it? It can't happen. We We take care of business. We're careful. We try not to hurt anybody. People get hurt, and people complain about getting hurt by this country and by our culture. But by and large, in the big picture, we're nice to everybody. We take care of everybody. We try to keep people from fighting 
And by that, we'll even get into the fight to try to keep people from fighting. And that's what we're all about. But if someone comes along and says, hey, you're weak right now, we're taking over, and guess what? They take over, and it's not fun and friendly anymore. Listen to the stories about Chinese people, the, quote, rank-and-file Chinese people. They have their fun, they do their stuff, but they are not free. They're not free. They are not free as we know it in our Western culture. We want everybody on the planet to be freedom-loving people and do things that free people do, which is be creative, be ingenious, uh, come up with the next thing that's going to be so cool, probably digitally. But we have to have a place, which could be the whole world, that that kind of thing can happen. It It's worth the fight, in my opinion. So anyway, we, we what what can we do? Well, although the government, in my opinion, is not the be-all, end-all, it kind of is in a way where the person that's in charge of this country has to be very strong. And all the rest of us that live in this country also have to be very strong. But it starts at the top. I hate to say it kind of, but it does. we got to get somebody in there that knows what they're doing and can be strong and get things going back the way they were. Do you remember the last time that happened? His name was Donald Trump. He's got to be reelected, and I feel pretty confident that he's going to be, and that's a good thing because as much as a lot of people don't like him and the way he conducts himself, he gets stuff done. Our economy will be good. We won't have stuff at the borders. We won't have people coming in. I mean, there's people, Iran, they don't want us to be here any longer. They would explode the whole country if they could. They don't want us here. They want us to be squashed. And when you have open borders like we do, they can just send in their embedded people and guess what? Not good. They, by the tens of thousands, they're all just coming in the country and getting together and going, okay, uh, headquarters over there in China, what do you want us to do? And China tells them, and suddenly we're going, uh, whoops, we let all the bad guys in, never even checked them, never asked them what they were doing here. And here they come, and we have to um, turn that around. I hope it's not too late. I don't think it is, but we got to turn it around. We got to stop people from coming in this country until we know they should be here and they want to be here because it's a free country and they can do all the stuff that I was talking about being creative and being uh, creating all cool stuff. It's got to be a place like this that has that environment, that has that culture, that Western culture. I don't, uh, I don't know how many more ways I can say it. It's we have to get somebody in there. It may not be Trump, but it's got to be someone that can do what he did, which was be strong. Be strong and make sure all the other countries in the whole world know we're not putting up with anything. We like things this way, and it's not bad. We're not being jerks about it. What we're doing is trying to create a system where everybody on the planet wins, and we have to keep it going. It's worth the fight. So Keep listening to this podcast to find out what it is we can do on an ongoing basis to try to make sure that this Western culture doesn't get completely wiped off the planet. It's too good. It's too important to not put up a fight.